0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. Yay! Brought to you by Gretchen. If you guys have no idea who I am, it's so funny because I just always go into each episode, obviously assuming... I honestly assume that you have been with me for like eight years, which I know is just um, probably not true for the majority of you, but I, yeah, always assume that we're like BFFs already, but I guess if we're new, I should probably start doing this in the beginning of my podcast because um, it's so funny how many people will comment on my YouTube videos or my Instagram photos or something saying that they found me through my podcast, which is just like wild to me. I never thought that it would be like that in a million years, so I i'm just so grateful for my podcast i love just like how it lets me connect with you guys on a deeper level and really share like full thought out long form content and not that what i'm saying is fully thought out (laughs) because you guys know how my brain works i'm all over the place in scatterbrain like i didn't even tell you give you a little intro to who i am but yeah i have been on youtube for like over eight years now like a tiny bit over eight years yeah i started 2012 april 2012 and now it's May 2020. So I've been at this for a while. I'm quarantined here on Cape Cod at my boyfriend's family's house. And yeah, it's Thursday evening right now. I always post well it's I usually post. If you guys have been with me for a while, maybe you would even catch this. But usually my podcast will go live like Thursday at like 10 or 11 p.m. just because I don't want to stay up till midnight. But like technically I post every Friday Um, since I thought that was fitting for happy hour. So yeah, I guess that's a little about me. I'm just living my best life down here, trying to stay sane and happy and healthy and busy and yeah, like everyone else is, right? So that's what's going on right now. And you're probably like, Gretchen, this episode is the most random episode right now. And, and I agree with you. It, it doesn't really come um, from anything that's going on right now or anything that I'm currently dealing with. Like I always like making episodes about, you know, like current things that I'm going through or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like talk about current things. But for me, dealing with injury and with the recovery portion of that, physically and mentally, I really want to stress that because it's just not only physical at all like the mental aspect of it is so important so I want to touch on that a lot but if you guys maybe have heard me talk about it before I basically have a master list of podcast ideas that I've like brainstormed over time like literally hundreds and I was looking through and I'm like what do I want to talk about this week and I was like you know I wanted to talk about this for a while and it's something that we all literally go through at some point unless you are I don't know like, the chosen one that doesn't get injured somehow, but I feel like everyone deals with injury at some point in life. Even if you're not an athlete, whatever, like, you will break a finger or an arm or deal with mental injury or anything like that. Um. So, yeah, I just thought that this is as good of time as any, right, to talk about it, and I would say, actually, overall, I would say I'm pretty blessed in, I would consider myself someone that hasn't been injured like, physically in too many different ways or instances, Um, and I feel like you guys definitely agree with me. I feel like sometimes you have friends that it's, like, oh, that's the friend that always, like, breaks a bone. You know what I mean? Like, the friends that are always, like, I don't know, running into something or, like, clumsy or getting injured for whatever reason. So, yeah, I mean, I think when you're a little kid, it's, like, it can almost be fun. I remember this is so messed up now. I'm just, like, reflecting and thinking about my childhood, but I remember being, Elementary school, and oh my god, this is so messed up, you guys. And I'm thinking about it. Me and my friends would be so jealous of other little girls in our grade that had like really cool looking pink or purple casts, and they instantly made you so cool. Like, was this at your guys' elementary school too? Please comment on my happy hour Instagram post that I just posted today for this episode and tell me that I'm not alone here. That's the best way, by the way, that I can talk to you guys about this episode is if you follow happy hr podcast on instagram it's always in the little description notes of the podcast and we can just talk that way because i don't have a facebook group or anything and yeah so please tell me that i'm not alone in that because i remember me and my friends being like oh my gosh we like want a cast so bad they're so cool your whole grade like signs your cast and it was just so cool when in reality that's so messed up like i'm not kidding i remember like jumping off the jungle gym or like off the swing trying to like land on our arms so we could like have a cast but I also obviously realized that that was in, like, first and second grade, like, we didn't know any better, so that's just funny that I'm thinking of that, and it's funny how kind of your idea of injury changes as you grow up, and not that it's cool by any means when you're little, but I suppose that I thought it was, and um, obviously with, like, the differing levels of severity, how that becomes way more challenging mentally, especially if it's an injury that is, like, changing your life forever or that has a long, long recovery. Like, the long road to recovery, I feel like, can be the hardest part sometimes in just looking at, like, the next year or two and being like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to get through the next year or two, like, trying to recover from this? I'm so overwhelmed. So, yeah. Anyway, I've had my... Like specific several injuries in my day. I'm only 23. So yeah, but also I feel like I've just been around um, Family and friends and i've seen how they have dealt with injuries So i'll talk about maybe some of the people that are like closest to me in my life And I know that they are okay with it because they talk about it freely and openly too and i'm not gonna say like specifically how they were doing like emotionally, you know what I mean? Just like Situations with like my twin sisters, stuff like that. So anyway, that's just why we're kind of doing this type of episode today but I really honestly and truly hope that it could help some of you because like I said I it's weird to think about like we all Face injury at some point or another, or even if it's just like a sickness. Like I can think of friends in again school growing up. Did you guys ever have in your town? Is it in like a specific town or is it everywhere? I don't even know. I remember kids getting the whooping cough and they would be like out of school for like a hundred days, or it's called like the hundred day cough. Or even if it's sickness, like in college, I had mono and it can be like so scary. And that I guess that's not even injury, but it's like you know what I mean. Like we all deal with like these, I guess how could you say it, It dings in your health at some point in your life, and it really is just like quickly a reality check, like, oh my gosh, I, like, I remember when I had mono, I was just like, whoa, this was like, I mean, in the position, like, or the time of life that I got it, I was like, wow, I'm just realizing, like, how i've been kind of not taking care of myself and my body and like not sleeping and not drinking enough water and and literally just not taking care of myself and this it was kind of like a slap in the face and i like didn't leave bed for a week and i was like i like needed the rest and recovery so much i remember sleeping like for 16 hours each night i'm not even kidding so anyway what i'm trying to say is that i really hope that this can help some of you be applicable to you And even if you didn't, you know, tear your ACL skiing like me, or if you weren't uh, medically disqualified from a Division I college sport like my twin sister, I'm sure you could see how that would be very difficult. Um, Even if it's something maybe to a smaller scale or whatever, again, I just hope that this could help, so... So we're going to talk about this today, but first you guys know I just like to like chat about what's going on recently, catch up a little bit. This is just like a chatty pod, so, and honestly whenever I listen to podcasts, I know I always say this, but my favorite part is when they just like chat in the beginning and catch up, so, alright, this is something that I was thinking about. I was like, wow, I forgot to tell my vlog, like, because I've been vlogging the past couple days, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to save this for my podcast, because I wonder how many of you can relate if you guys... Didn't see I just got an apple watch. I feel so behind in this I feel like people have had apple watches like forever now and I just never hopped on the bandwagon if you guys saw my video, I talked about 50 things I don't have or that I don't buy and I think the first thing I said was an apple watch and I was like this is actually a terrible Example because I think I really want one and would like it and like everyone that I know Has one or everyone not everyone that I know has one everyone that I know that does have one really loves it and loves like working out with it and just like all sorts of things so i finally pulled the trigger and got it and i've really been liking it so i was like nervous because it was so expensive that like maybe i would regret it or something no i love it and i've been wearing it so much especially working for working out it's so much fun but this is what happened with my Apple Watch. I think it was two nights ago now. So scary. (laughs) This is so scary to think about. Um, but basically it's like a tiny little screen as you guys know and I was trying to turn it off at night because I'm like, I don't want it to like run out the battery just like sitting on my nightstand when I'm not even like using it. Are you supposed to turn it off and you don't use it? I like, I would assume so. Anyway, so I was trying to turn it off and... The buttons are so little on the screen to slide over. It's like slide over to power off, but it's like next to SOS emergency. So I'm trying to turn it off and then all of a sudden it's like, red and like my watch is like beeping and buzzing and it's like SOS emergency like and I'm like oh my gosh like I clicked the wrong thing like I don't know what to do I'm freaking out and I couldn't get it to stop and like turn off like I just got this like I literally still don't know how to use it and it was going off for so long and I was like max help I don't know what to do finally I got it off and I'm like oh my gosh that was so scary like it definitely was just calling 911 or something. So then, one second later, my phone is ringing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is definitely like 911 calling me because I definitely just got a call from my phone through my Apple Watch somehow. <laughs> like, I don't know how it works. Have any of you guys done this? I'm sure, like, it was so easily mistaken when I was trying to turn it off. Do you know what I'm saying? That happened so easily by mistake that I feel like it must have happened to other people at other times too. So, I get a call from a number that I don't see. All I see is that it's like Barnstable, Massachusetts. Max's is down, And I'm like, frick, this is town." So I answer and I'm like, hi. And they're like, hi, this is 911. We just got a call from your phone number. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to at all. Like, it was my Apple Watch. And she's like, okay, we just have to confirm some things. And I'm like, what? Like, I was so frazzled and I, like, felt so bad. I was like, frick, they're going to send a cop car here and Max's mom is going to be like, what's going on? And she's like, you just need to confirm your location. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in Barnstable. And she's like, no, what's your address? And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know Max's address. (laughs) I'm, like, trying to tell her the address. And then I start thinking in my head, obviously, like, everything. I'm like, oh, my God, she probably thinks that I'm, like, kidnapped and, like, don't know where I am (laughs) and, like... Max is like she probably thinks that someone's telling you like what to say. I'm like this is so like bad right now. I'm like I'm so sorry like I swear it was just my Apple Watch like I'm sure this has happened before and I think she was like yeah it does happen. So anyway. That's my little crazy story of the other night. That was one of the most, like, thrilling, not, like, in a good way, like, crazy, just, like, intense moments of quarantine. I feel like that was just really something. So, that happened, and, yeah, now I'm even extra careful with my Apple Watch. When I turn it off, I'm going to, like, do it really slowly and carefully and make sure I'm looking at the buttons. And, yeah, if you guys have any tips for me on that, comment, again, on the most recent Instagram picture. On my Instagram on the happy hour podcast because I do not want that to happen again So that's my little apple watch story concluded And then also I want to talk about because oh, yeah, this will be up tomorrow So friday and then in two days, it's mother's day on sunday and it's so crazy because I mean to me personally in quarantine this whole time is like flying by which I know sounds weird and I feel like everyone's like oh my god time is just like dragging on like you're just sitting in the house like literally watching the time like take on like I feel like everyone is saying how it's going so slow but to me I feel like every day every moment like meshes together so time is just like not a thing anymore and is just flying am I the only one where did I see the other day? I think on Instagram it was like before and it was like time was sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and it says now time is Morning afternoon evening and i'm like that's so true because every day it feels the same like There's nothing to really differentiate like the week from the weekends anymore and so It's just like so weird like I don't even realize that it's thursday today recording this like this just feels like Any other day like it all just feels the same so That's weird um, but what i'm trying to say is oh yeah time's going by so quick so it was literally just my mom's birthday on easter april 20th and that or no i can't believe i just said that because in my mind obviously i know my mom's birthday it's april 12th but in my mind easter was on april 20th but it wasn't it was on my mom's birthday april 12th so i just said that wrong sorry wow, I probably sound like a horrible daughter, but I know my mom's birthday. And you know what? I have this theory. This is like, I digress, but um, I swear so many of my friends growing up had the April 12th birthday and so did my mom. And like, I think I know like six people that their birthday is April 12th. I feel like that's such a common birthday. I also know so many people that have a birthday of January 15th, like Mandy's one of them, January 15th like, do you guys have that in your life? Like, there's just certain birthdays that, like, so many people in your life have. Anyway, my mom has that, like, common birthday, and, like, I can think of my childhood friends that have that birthday, and, like, their moms have that birthday. It's just, like, crazy. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I feel like it was just my mom's birthday, and now, it's about to be mother's day and honestly it's making me really sad and down because now I like to try to focus on the positives over here on happy hour our hour of happiness but yeah I think that a lot of you could relate to this right now especially if you aren't quarantined with your families or aren't allowed to see them and I was just on the phone with her earlier today and I was like mom I don't even know like All I know is the best thing that everyone has to do right now is obviously still stay in quarantine, socially distance. But I'm like, if we're both not sick, can I just come see you? Like, what harm is that going to do if I just come drive to Albany and stay with you? Like, if we're both not sick, like, are we good? And she's like, no, because what if you stop for gas and, like, get it somehow? Or, like, and obviously, like, I don't want any of you to, like, think I'm dumb or, like, uneducated over here about what's going on. Because I know you can have coronavirus but not be sick like you can i forget the word they call it when you aren't like showing symptoms oh you're a carrier so basically i could like give that to my mom and yeah all i could think of is that if i were the one to give her coronavirus somehow i would never forgive myself ever so i'm like mom i literally just want to see you and she's like i know but like we've gone this far i'm not seeing each other so i feel like we just need to wait until the coast is clear and it's like obviously everywhere acceptable to see start seeing people again and not social distancing so yeah this is such like a stinky time obviously (laughs) i'm not like saying any revelations over here like we all know that but yeah i just want to say with mother's day coming up just know that if you can't be with your mom because of everything that's going on i feel for you and if you guys are wondering like gretchen why didn't you start socially distancing with your mom if you haven't been like keeping up or whatever just go watch um, oh yeah go watch my youtube video where I talk about what living with my boyfriend's family is like and you'll see why because she just didn't want me coming there from the beginning because she was still working and just like the whole thing how it played out so yeah it's just kind of sad and it's so weird because time like I said in my mind is just flying by and I'm like how's it mother's day it was just your birthday and it's just another reminder that I can't be with my mom And it's really sad but I mean I have obviously like special things planned for her from afar like sending her things since that's all I really can do. Um, And you guys heard about how I'm doing the story worth where she can write stories. That was in an ad in the last podcast or two podcasts ago and that's really fun. So yeah, I have stuff like that but just wanted to say that Again, if you can't be with your mothers, I feel for you because I'm in the same situation, sister. Also, another current thing is that I have, um, I, I put this in a good way in a haul that I posted today. I broke the seal, you guys, on my online shopping and I say in my haul video that I posted today that... I think in my first week or two in quarantine, and I talk about this in a podcast, how I was just like really down and then I kind of just had a wake up call and like smack myself in the butt and was like, is that the right phrase? Kick myself in the butt <laughs> and was like, Gretchen, this is like a big opportunity that you can be taking right now to focus on yourself, focus on your health, focus on things you've always wanted to do. So like stop being a whiny little brat over there and realize how privileged you are to be able to do things that you want to do and that you have your health and yada yada I know I've said it in the past but basically I am getting sidetracked so I didn't realize that for the first like week or two in quarantine I was just like really down and sad but yeah during that time I think I just didn't even think of online shopping at all and because I was just like distracted and sad by everything but then I realized the power of online shopping right now because it almost makes me feel more normal online shopping because it's like a part of normal life I guess I don't know does that sound weird So I started online shopping like crazy and like I've definitely dialed it back now because I've gotten so many packages here like Max's mom is definitely like what is going on over there and honestly I can blame it on Aloe and Free People Movement. They just have like the cutest stuff specifically Free People Movement. Is it just me or like I did not discover their workout clothes until like a couple months ago and they like I'm living in their sets right now. I'm literally in one right now the orange one if you guys saw my Instagram or in that haul video I'm literally in the orange one right now recording this and it's just so can you hear me feeling it (laughs) it's just so soft and stretchy and cute and yeah I blame them for my online shopping but anyway what I'm saying is I've gotten enough so I've definitely dialed it back but I just wanted to say how I was like really stressed filming that video and um just posting it because and I say it in the video too how I just don't want anyone to think that I'm like downplaying what's going on right now and you guys I think I talked about it in my podcast episode where I talk about dealing with negativity as an influencer and oh my gosh since then I feel like negativity has even ramped up even more coming my way and I just I don't know I was talking with like Maggie and Emma about it yesterday I was texting with them in a group chat and it's like I'm not alone in this like every I hate that word influencer, but everyone on social media right now is getting like extra negativity Um, and I think I can understand why I talk about in that podcast episode how I feel like everyone is kind of hurting So maybe they like spread their hurt out on other people and you just have more time that you can Tell people what's on your mind. I don't know But yeah, I think I just need to like take a break for my dms for a little bit For a little bit. I only go through there like once in a while anyway, and I feel bad like i'll See someone's DM being like, oh my gosh, you're seeing like the, this person's negative DMs, but you're not seeing like all my DMs, and I'm like, oh my god, girl, I get like literally like thousands every day, it feels like, and I just can never see them all. So I'm really sorry about that. But again, like the best way for me to see something that you want me to see is to just like comment on one of my Instagram pictures or YouTube videos, like pretty much always see that. Um But yeah, anyway, what I'm getting at with the whole video is I guess with all the negativity going around and oh, what I was saying is I talked about in the that podcast episode is a girl was just telling me how posting about like the Sephora savings event right now and is that still going on I think this is the end of it right now maybe um posting about that and like my jewelry is so out of touch and disappointing and that kind of thing and I'm like oh I totally see where you're coming from but I just want everyone to know that I'm not like dancing around lightly over here on the subject like I understand why it's so hard trust me like I know And I know how privileged and lucky we are to have our health and for me to be online shopping during this time and stuff like that. So Yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of something i've been like struggling with because I want to just keep showing my positive like happy normal life over here since That's just what's keeping me busy and like keeping me sane But I also don't want anyone to think that i'm not taking what's going on seriously or like taking any of it lightly or like you know what I mean so yeah I don't know I just think there's like a balance like I never want to offend anyone obviously with what's going on right now I never try to offend anyone at all I try to stay very away from offensive things um, which I feel like can almost get me in trouble too because then people are like you keep avoiding this and I'm like what I thought I just addressed it like that's something else I've been struggling with I just posted a video um, answering questions that I have avoided and there was so much negativity when I first posted it and I was like whoa everyone's like you literally didn't answer any question you just kept avoiding them and I was so shocked when I was reading those comments because I was like I edited the video watched through it again just filmed it and I was so excited to post it and to like talk about these things that I feel like I never really talked about before and I don't know in a way I almost think like I Take everyone's constructive criticism and i'm like you know i could see how they would see that way but i also think maybe people took it in a different way than i meant it and just like my very neutral view of things and like i say in that video just like literally on any, any subject pretty much i'm just like you do you like i don't really concern myself with what other people are doing like that's just my opinion and people are like you know you're still avoiding it like you're not saying how you really feel but like that is how i really feel like i'm not trying to avoid it <laughs> do you know what i mean i don't know so that's just kind of what's been going on so i've been trying to chill out over here and go on my runs and my bike rides and yeah oh that reminds me let's move on to some happier stuff the other day for the first time I ran while Max was rollerblading and it was the funnest afternoon. It was like the best thing ever. Funnest a word. (laughs) It was the best afternoon little run. And, um, guys... Can we chat for a sec? Because now I'm feeling a little confused. That's reminding me how I feel like I've always just really liked getting working out with done in the morning. And now I feel like I have a hard time just like making myself do it in the morning and like waking up. But then if I don't do it in the morning and I like say I'll do it in the afternoon, sometimes I find other things to do and don't give myself enough time or run out of time, something like that. So I just kind of think there's pros and cons. But for me, I've always felt like the morning's better. You get it out of the way. I feel like I have energy for the day. It's a good start to the day like gets you out of bed gets you going whatever but the other day I was like I'm gonna try something different and it's honestly pretty much because in the morning it was like a lot colder for running and I'm like it gets warmer in the afternoon so I want to run when it's like warmer obviously not freezing so I was like I'm gonna get be on my grind and like do all my work things all day so that in the afternoon i can take a break as my little run and then i can come back like recharge and refocus and that's exactly what happened and it was so amazing i remember i had friends in college that said that and yeah, it was like my buddy in college and he was like, no, I never work out in the morning. I always go like every day at like three or four or whatever. And I really like that. It just gives me a break from my classes in between like classes and homework or something. And you can like mentally kind of recharge. And I just feel like that's what happened the other day. And it was like the best. It was the best. And what I'm really trying to say is that Running with him rollerblading was just like so much fun because we were still kind of doing our own thing independent Like he would kind of go off on his own and then just like rollerblade by me, but I felt like more safe And just like less alone, even though I do I do enjoy my independent time running outside But yeah, I just it was just like really fun and I had my AirPods in and we we're like listening to music but just to see him like rollerblade by like I don't know It was fun and it was such a nice day out so I feel like I was just in my moods where I could run forever and I ran four miles, which is like the longest I've run on my own in a while, so that was just like a big accomplishment. I feel like half of that is I ate a verb energy bar before and they have as much caffeine as like an espresso, and so maybe it was like me mentally being like, oh, I ate the energy bar so I have more, more energy, but I think maybe it actually did help too, so yeah, I've really been into the verb energy bars and also... Running outside with Max rollerblading. I can't wait to do that literally tomorrow. Hopefully, it's good weather. And yeah, if you guys saw, actually, I don't know if it's up yet, but I talked about the Burb Energy bars in some Instagram stories, and they're literally just the best. And I'm sure you guys know, I feel like I'm like late on the bandwagon with these because I remember my friends in college like eating them all the time. Um, because obviously, it's like you would eat it instead of drinking a coffee or something because there's caffeine in it. And yeah, I just love it because I don't feel like shaky or like anxious like after I do after coffee. And for me, specifically before I work out, it's the best. And this isn't sponsored by them or anything. I'm just like side note, I just really like them. Um, because before. I work out I always like to eat something, but not too much So Sometimes I'm eating like half a granola bar and the other half I find like two days later And it's like a rock and i'm like, why did I do that? So it's literally perfect because it's just like this little tiny bar So it's like 90 calories and just a little something before I work out But not too much and also the caffeine so it like wakes me up for the morning workout So I think with those in the morning, that's like my perfect combo and even in the afternoon, I did a bike ride the other day, and I needed a little pick-me-up. Did one of those. Oh, yeah, and when I ran with rollerblades, like I was saying, I had one in the afternoon, too. So guess I'm just having them all the time. But anyway, I'm getting really chatty in the beginning here. We haven't even gotten to, like, the meat of the episode yet. So here we go. Yeah, and I haven't even talked about, you guys know, that I always talk about something that I'm happy about right now. And also, like, a happy quote or something. Oh, my gosh. I just saw a mosquito flying around, and I feel like now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys, I'm laughing so hard right now. I just listened back to my panic attack just then. Oh my gosh, that was like really dramatic of me. But long story short, I saw this mosquito flying around and I was starting to get nervous. I'm like, no, it's going to sting me and I don't want to bug bite and it's going to itch and bother me. And I was getting really stressed, but I didn't want to kill it, obviously. But then I was recording and I didn't have time to like put it in a cup and let set it free and just I was so stressed So I saw it flying around and then I was like I'm getting really paranoid about this mosquito right now because it felt like it was on my leg and I was like Obviously it's not on my leg I'm just like thinking about it being there and so that's why it itches. and then I looked down at my leg and there it was and I was like No, wow, I am a wreck right now. I literally just when I was screaming no, oh my gosh, I like um, hit the mic wire that's attached to my mic and it unplugged from my computer and stopped recording. So, (laughs) sorry for my little incident just then with the mosquito just me interrupting in here super quick to tell you about Beachbody. and if you don't remember me talking about Beachbody before i'm sure a lot of you remember but Beachbody on demand is a streaming service that's so easy to use that gives you instant access to over 1300 super effective workouts and i know it comes as no surprise to you guys that we are all stuck in our homes for a while right now so let me be the one to motivate you right now and to tell you to avoid complacency since i know right now it's more important than ever really to stay active and just keep moving so i love that their workouts are made for anybody literally at any time and i told you guys this before but my favorite is definitely the PiyO. it involves intense cardio so you get results faster than like traditional yoga or pilates but it still incorporates a low impact involved with yoga and pilates and i noticed that in such a difference like my body doesn't ache and hurt after it's just like a good like tired feeling (laughs) so yeah so you're just not too hard on your body and for me the hardest part of working out is definitely getting started so I just love and I'm always so motivated by the so many different workouts options that they have on Beachbody And they have hundreds of effective workouts for all fitness levels Ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to hit cardio to yoga and even dance workouts Like I know I mentioned before and I love the short workouts Especially on there that don't require extra equipment for when I only have a little time to work out or just want something quick Like literally you guys even 10 minutes makes such a difference for me Obviously physically but really mentally too like just shifting your mental mindset and makes me really positive, gets the endorphins going. So, especially now since we're all stuck in our homes for all, I thought it was just the best time to tell you guys about Beach Body. And I really want you to try it too, so you can see how fun it can be to work out from home. And right now, my listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text Gretchen to 303030. It's just 303030. You'll get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, the support, totally free. Again, just text Gretchen to 303030 today. Okay, let's get back into the episode. What we were about to talk about is what I'm happy about right now. So this might be like a little cheesy, but obviously I thought that it really applied with this topic of this episode, which is just that I am really happy for my ability to move and work out and yeah, I guess just generally like move my body and yeah, have the ability of movement in a way that doesn't put me in pain and I'm not someone that lives in chronic pain um or isn't able to work out so it's like that is just so something that is words are hard today that's just something that if you have the ability to move and with put movement into your body you should be so grateful for that because think of people that can't and wish that they could And when did I say this? Oh, I said that at the end of the questions video the other day. And someone commented in there, like, I really like that you touched on that. And she was like, I've been dealing with health issues for two years and haven't been able to exercise. So I just, like, really appreciate it. And it's like, yeah, like, just do recognize again your privilege and that's something to be so grateful for and like I said in that video something that always motivates me when I'm feeling unmotivated is it can sound extreme but I'm like crutching maybe your legs are tired or sore feeling lazy and you don't want to go on a run but some people don't have legs or some people's legs don't work like your legs work and some people's legs can't support them to go on a jog or a walk or a run or a bike or yoga or whatever it is so it's like be so grateful for that and that's something that I don't know why I just like always thought about it like this. I mean, I do know why and I'll get into it and I think a lot of it is having a twin sister who obviously feels like my other half of my soul in so many ways and someone that I'm so close with and following so closely along in her journey with her injury, Um, I feel like just made me feel what she felt and I felt very like vulnerable during that time to yeah, just everything she was feeling so... Ever since any yoga class or soul cycle class I've gone to, whenever there, whenever anyone says, like, set your intention for this, whatever, immediately my my mind goes, Lucy. Like, I am doing this for Lucy because she wishes she could be here. I know that she would be doing this right now with me. All my energy, all my heart, and just, like, all my power in the universe right now is, is like, set on Lucy. I could get emotional talking about this, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'll get into it how she deals with her back injury, and it's like, I know these things that I'm able to do would cause her back pain, and that's why I just have to feel that much more blessed that I'm able to do it, so yeah, that's something that's always really motivated me, and I'm sure you guys could see why, but that is just what I'm feeling happy, that's what I'm feeling happy for about right now, happy for right now, yes, (laughs) again, words are hard, and it's almost like, and this is extreme too, again, but, and I shouldn't feel this way, but when I really think about it and go down the rabbit hole, I'm just an overthinker, if you guys couldn't tell, overthink, like, everything, um, but when I really think about it, it almost makes you feel guilty deep down, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, why did the world choose me to have a body that works right, to work out when other people... Like, my twin sister has more motivation in the world and was, like, would be running half marathons every day if she could. It's like, why did it choose me to be able to do it when, like, I would choose her? I would say she's a much more talented athlete than me. Like, that's not fair. I feel guilty that I can get through yoga class without pain and, like, so many people can't and they wish they could. And, you know, so it's, like, don't do that. But I guess just with that, you can feel that much more grateful and appreciative for the abilities that you do have so we just talked about that for a while but um now we're gonna get even more cheesy so you guys know I like talking about a happy quote or a happy idea anything like that so I literally was looking on google being honest <laughs> about these little quotes but I really liked them and I found like two little sayings. so the first one is every journey begins with a single step I told you these were cheesy but I think this really applies to what I'm going to talk about um just recovering from injury because and I think I just could see this a lot firsthand with Lucy again I said I'm talking about my sister a lot but I and I think everyone coming back from injury I think especially if you're an athlete or someone that's very um used to regular physical activity it's so I mean I could so understand why you would want to rush back into it and get back to your old routine and feel your like runner's high you know and all the endorphins and um just all the benefits, mentally, physically, like everything that you get from working out and that you'd want to jump right back into it. But it's like after injury and starting recovery, it is like the longest journey and it literally is a single step. And in my mind, this just translates to you have to start slow and you have to start small and at your own pace. And if you've never run before, you're not going to go run a marathon tomorrow. You probably won't even run a mile and that's okay. Maybe start with, like, the, like, I can literally think of the littlest things after my ACL recovery, after Taylor's ACL um, recovery, with Lucy starting to try to, like, run again with her back things. It would literally be, like, you walk for five minutes, you jog for 30 seconds or a minute, and then you walk for five minutes, like that, like, you literally just start so slow, and maybe you only do 10 minutes, or maybe you do 15 minutes, and you just work your way up slowly, so um, that's kind of what that means to me, and wow, this is about to sound even more cheesy, but you know those things that it's like Rome wasn't built in a day or like it's a marathon, not a sprint. But like it's so true and I have just found that to be true in so many situations and like especially with exercise, movement, body, like everything like that. Insanely true and I know that we all know that. Like no crash diets or workouts or anything like that is going to work. It's like literally a healthy lifestyle change and especially coming back from injury. Like I can tell you and I huge example to me and I will tell Taylor to listen to this part of this podcast because she is like an insanely huge motivation in my life and best friend and I talked about this in podcast before about friends but she is like a shining example of a friend that makes you a better person and so I just always know that she is going to be one of my best friends and very close to me forever because it's like that's all I could hope out of a best friend is that It's someone that is such a good person that makes me a better person. So anyway, but the reason I'm talking about her is because she, just like me, we both tore our left ACL, very specific. Actually, was it the same mountain? Yeah, (laughs) at Gore, by the way. Um, I think on different trails, though. (laughs) We both tore our left ACL skiing, but like five years apart from each other. And I remember her first day, she could start running back, like after her recovery. Her recovery was a lot longer than mine, a lot Um, I guess filled with more challenges. She just had a more difficult recovery due to the nature of like how she tore acl And everything like that and I would say mine was a little bit more smooth sailing but anyway when she finally got back to running I remember running with her her first day back and She we kept having to slow down She you know, like obviously as you can imagine and she could only run like a little bit here and there at a time And it's like she is about well Would have run it already. She was signed up and ready to run the Boston Marathon this spring and has run so many half marathons since then and is very quick and will run the Boston Marathon in the fall if that still happens or whenever that happens like she what I'm trying to say is she's an insanely talented athlete and runner and she didn't like do you know what I'm saying she had to build it back up again she didn't just come out of the womb like that. She works so hard. She's in there like day in and day out. She's tired. It's after work whatever it is. All the excuses. Like she doesn't make excuses and she just puts in the energy every single day to focus on her mental physical health and like I just love that about her so much. So um wow, I'm talking about this one little quote for a while now, but it's like that is just like i said such a shining example and like a smack in the face to me being like stop being lazy gretchen like if you want to get back into running do it like taylor started off being able to run a minute at like i don't know an 11 minute pace like it was like basically walking because that's all her body could handle and like look at what she's doing right now she could go run for four hours and be like totally fine be chilling because she worked that hard to get herself to be back like that and i know there's so many You know inspirational stories like that of people that like never worked out or lost all this weight and now are like iron manners and You know, so I mean we all know it's a thing and I just being able to see it firsthand with her really shows me that it's true and Also the other little thing that I found that I find to be personally very true Is it says exercise is therapy and I find that to be so true for so many reasons Literally, it's so funny because with me whenever I start to feel down. I do a workout and I feel instantly better after. And like yesterday I, or was it two days? Oh no, I don't even know. But I was like telling Max how I was just upset and I get in my head and I get like overwhelmed and I'm like, I got to go get on the bike. It's going to fix me. He's like, yeah, the bike will fix you. Everything will be better after. And it literally is. And just movement and exercise makes me feel so much better after. And I I think I talked about this in the episode about my dad. I know I mentioned it, like, in videos at some point, but you guys know my dad passed away. We aren't really going to talk about that right now, but um, there's a whole bunch of stuff about that on this podcast and on my YouTube channel. And in the beginning, obviously, extremely difficult and, like, your worst nightmare coming true, so I would find myself really sad a lot which is understandable and in my old apartment building i would march myself down to the basement where there's a little gym and barely anybody was ever there and i would sit on the bike and i would sob and i would like literally scream and just like let it all out because no one was in there like it was just me and i would (laughs) listen to my music and i would sweat on the bike and it sounds like crazy like it's a crazy experience but i felt so much better and Honestly, when I think about exercises therapy, I immediately think of SoulCycle and you guys know I'm obsessed with SoulCycle and like I feel like you can make fun of me being, oh, she loves SoulCycle. But like if you are a fan or like religiously go like me, I'm sure you could understand why. I remember instructors having like Sunday classes and clients being like, oh, this is my church. Like I don't go to church. Like this is my church, which is funny to say, but it really does I truly feel like have the effect of like therapy on me. They're like, like I've heard people say, oh, the whole cycle classes are expensive, but it's cheaper than going to a therapy session. And that's like what it provides me with. So anyway, I just thought those were really sweet little ideas and I find them to be very true. And if you're someone that's not into regular exercise and physical activity, maybe just try it out. Like literally the smallest things you can do, like 10 minutes of walking, 15 minutes of walking walking uphill if you have a treadmill i don't have a treadmill i kind of wish i did right now but like walking outside is even better like doing some core like doing little core workouts every day i literally have been youtubing like youtubing googling searching on youtube different core workouts and i've been doing that and it's just like fun little workouts that keep you motivated and are fun new and interesting and yeah maybe if you normally don't incorporate physical activity every day just try like this week like two or three times and just see how you feel but anyway we still haven't really talked about injury and recovering physically and mentally like i wanted to talk about so i know i've been mentioning lucy here and there so let it let's just talk about that because i was going to talk about me but i guess i'll just do her and then me how about that okay so you guys know my twin sister lucy And basically, you know, we rode in high school together. I feel like we never really had injuries growing up, like, throughout high school. Like I said, I would say we are pretty lucky. And then I think just in college, with our level of activity being increased significantly, and just, like, the level that we were training at um, was also just, like, jacked up, you know? So I think we were just exposed. I guess I'll talk about both of us right now. Um, We were just more open to more injury which I feel like is very common in Division One athletics. I think athletes, I know, they just get injured more when they come to college. It's just different types of training with different coaches and just more time. And yeah, I know college athletes are injured all the time. So that's just like specifically my background and what I'm going to be talking about. But yeah, pretty much after our freshman year, I had suffered a... I guess I didn't really even know for a while, but I had like horrible, horrible rib pain in my back, right ribs in the back, and it's really hard, if you didn't know, to catch a stress fracture in your ribs on an x-ray. I think I ended up getting some other type of imaging. I don't even know. It was crazy. We ended up finding out that it was a stress fracture, and first we thought it was like muscular, and it was just like the most painful, horrible thing. I remember not having like range of motion, like I couldn't twist and, like, look to my right side because it was in the back, like, right of my ribs. Yeah. Anyway, it was just, like, really painful. And, yeah, that was tough. That was, like, an overuse, like, stress injury, like I said. Um. And then, yeah, you guys know I only rode for a year. And then after that, I was having some, like, back issues. But nowhere near to the extent of that of my twin sister. And it turns out I just have, like, a little, not bad, like, a little bit of a herniated disc in my spine just from rowing and yeah it's just something that I constantly have to be like aware of and I feel like I never even really talk about that that much I guess I have in videos before but um it's not too bad like there's definitely more like severe cases and I remember talking with I forget like his specific title like the back doctor about it after my MRI And he was like, people have lower back pain that like are sedentary and sit at desk jobs all day. And people have lower back pain, like you that work out like three plus hours every day as like division athletes. And he's like, What I'm gonna recommend to you is find a happy medium. Like exercise regularly. Don't not exercise at all because you'll feel stiff and you'll feel painful. Don't overdo it because it will also be painful. Find a happy medium. So that's something that I'm always working towards. And I honestly notice if I take a week off, my lower back will be tight. And I feel like anyone, even without like back issues. You'll just be kind of like stiff and tight, and like you need to like loosen up and work out and stretch and warm up your body, type of thing. So, anyway, that's kind of it for me, like rowing related. And then my twin sister, the majority of it was she has two herniated discs when we're back from rowing, um, kind of lower down, like in a row. And they were contemplating like back surgery for her for a while, and it was just like a really Big thing because she was actually medically disqualified during her sophomore year at BU during rowing and I remember a doctor saying to her um this is like so tough to talk about but I remember a doctor saying to her like you're done rowing do you want to keep rowing or do you want to be able to carry your children one day like you are going to have permanent back damage like you already do like it just got really bad and her back is something that bothers her like, every day, and it's so, like, I just hate that for her, and it's something that she's always working on, and I feel like it's started to get better just with her being, like, really proactive and doing everything she can with her back, um, and I think she, like, takes medicine for it and everything, so, yeah, it was just pretty much really bad at the end of our freshman year of college, specifically, and, like, during sophomore year, and affected her, obviously way more than physically and mentally too and injury always affects you mentally and i think that's something that people don't talk about as much especially with athletes in college it's like if you get injured from your division one sport in college more likely than not that sport is your everything that's your number one passion it's something that you almost like identify as like that's you and i think with my twin sister that was so the case it was her like number one thing in life she loved it so much it was her passion she poured all of her energy into it and it's like she in a way i feel like just identified herself as like i'm like lucy the rower and like didn't even think of herself as like lucy the person anymore and so it can just be mentally so overwhelming when you get injured. And yeah, like I said, it's just your number one hobby. It's like your everything. So, with that, you just have to work on yourself mentally being that much more strong to stay strong. You know what I mean? It's like your whole world is like rocked when you get injured and just like upside, thrown upside down. And I mean, especially in like. Lucy's case if it's an injury where you're not going to be able to come back to You know the level that you were competing at before it's like that Is the hardest pill to swallow and one that you probably can't even digest and like (laughs) You hear me with my metaphors over here. It's like yeah, I mean i'm sure you guys know if you have dealt with injury, so I feel like i'm not even like an expert over here Like I don't want people to be like what is she talking about over there and i'm sure there's better like resources out there if you are an athlete that's injured but yeah I just knew it was so important to talk about because I feel like you just think about the physical and like recovering from your ACL surgery but it's like mentally it affects you so much too and I feel like almost more than physically and it's like getting through your like mental barriers too but also it's like you're physically injured and you got to figure that out too but it's I just know that it's more than physical so yeah with that I just using Lucy as an example still I think it was hard for her, but eventually she found like what you have to do when you are injured and that is like your whole life, like your physical activity is you need to now find other ways to be happy and feel fulfilled and you know, like a sense of purpose and like you're accomplishing things and yeah, I mean, I just know that it's so hard without that runner's high, like the endorphins that are pumping through your body after you work out. And, you know, even when you do get back to your sport, if you can recover fully and you're cleared again, it's just the longest journey. So, yeah, I guess specifically in my sister's case, like I keep talking about her. um, I think she was just so hurt mentally by it for a while and down for a while because, like I said, her whole world was changed. And so um, I feel like my parents and I were just always there for her, like to support her. And... She eventually found things that she loved and gave her that same purpose and fulfillment and joy as rowing, but wasn't like physical activity. So for example, I know it can sound dumb, but like literally the littlest things, you guys, like she finds so much joy in cooking and trying out new recipes. Like she's so into it and she loves making vegan food and yeah, again, like the vegan cookbooks and vegan recipes and it's like finding new things that interest you and almost like finding your next chapter so important but I guess that all just applies to you if you are experiencing an injury where it's like going to change your whole life but I guess we could talk about me now because if you're experiencing an injury where you will be able to recover fully it's like that's also very tough but in a different sort of way so um yeah those are my injuries from rowing like I told you guys about but then my senior year at BU. So yeah, this past year, 2019, it was February 16th. I remember the day specifically because it was a day that changed everything. But um, I fell skiing, same mountain as my best friend Taylor. And I skied the rest of the way down. I was like, I am so tough and I'm so strong and my knee hurts a little bit, but like, I'm good. Like, my both my legs hurt like I just got banged up like I fell it was like a stupid fall but I was like if I can stand I can ski obviously I didn't like tear anything like I'm fine which yeah after I just felt really unstable and wobbly and weird and I didn't know why and now knowing that it was my ACL I tore like I would like if I had torn it again I would Recognize what it felt like, but it was just a whole new feeling to me. So I didn't recognize it. So we like have lunch right after. It was like the last run, and it I just felt like really weird and hurt. And I was like, Yeah, I think that's my last run of the day. I'm feeling a little bit like banged up. Um, and then I remember facetiming Max that night because he. Tore his left ACL too, and I'll give you guys now. Literally, I have like five close friends that have torn their left ACL. It's really weird how that works out, but like the world works out mysterious ways, you guys. Because I had all of them to be like my support system going through my recovery and everything. So, yeah, I remember Max telling me like, "Oh no, no, no!" Like I was walking around the day I tore my ACL, and the next day before I knew, and Taylor was like, "Yeah, you can walk." She was just like, "Does it feel just like unstable?" It kind of like. Kinda like like it like buckles and i'm like "Uh, i don't know i guess maybe and i knew that it did but i just didn't want my acl to be torn so yeah you guys know the whole gist and i found out my acl was torn and it was just like i mean now looking back it's so funny me and max always talk about this how like now that we're past it it's just made us that much stronger and that now that we're back to normal life we don't even think about it anymore obviously like once you recover and you're good again you like instantly forget about all the hard things that you went through to get there and it's like now I'm good I ride my bike I run and I'm good so I don't think about it but like putting myself back in my shoes February of last year it was like oh my gosh like I thought my life was over like I thought I was never gonna get normal again like I I didn't know because I had never gone through this and they were like yeah the recovery is probably like a year and I was like whoa like what do I have in store for me for the next year and you just hear about people tearing their ACL and it's like such a long road and I was just so scared and just didn't know so yeah that was kind of like my big injury moment and again like it's mentally so overwhelming I just remember like crying for a while um but I feel like it mentally made me so like tough and now that I'm like since I went through that I feel like I could like it just made me so strong and I could like get through it again, like, oh my god, god forbid, knocking on wood right now, but, like, if I tore it easy again, I, like, knew I could do it, because I did it for, Jesus, I do not want that to happen, (laughs) it was such a long recovery, like, I would not want that, Max almost the other day, I swear we were talking about it, and he was, like, I know this sounds weird, but I literally, like, liked going to physical therapy and doing the recovery, because it was, like, so fun to see like my body change and my leg to get like regain its strength and my knee to like bend again and I was like dude are you crazy that was like the worst thing ever (laughs) it's so painful but anyway I feel like it's just like however you look at it hindsight's 2020 obviously and yeah I think about right before like two days I think before I went into surgery I remember filming like my last video with my twin sister and I remember like stopping the camera every five minutes to cry she was like are you like okay and I was just really struggling with like obviously going into this surgery I don't know if I've ever had like a like a major surgery like that. I don't even know if I'd call that major but that was like the most major surgery I ever had before and I was just so nervous and overwhelmed and I didn't know what the recovery was going to be like and everyone says like The week after your surgery is the worst week ever and like I will attest to that (laughs) It's probably the first like three or four days are literally like straight from hell And then after that it gets a little bit easier every day and it's not as bad anymore Not to scare you if any of you have a torn ACL and are going to do surgery because I would definitely recommend it and Yeah, I promise you once you get through the beginning You like forget how bad it was and you take your pain medicine that they give you that they prescribe to you And everything. you follow the directions and like it's you can get through it if I can do it, you can do it but Yeah, it was just, like, almost more mental than anything, like, mentally so overwhelming, and I feel really lucky that I'm someone that just, like, looks at things really positively and finds the silver lining, and I think my positive mindset really helped me through my recovery, and I just know how important like, physical therapy is and the whole recovery process of injury, and I was, like, I'm taking this so seriously, like, I literally did my physical therapy exercises every day, and I feel like that's why I was able to get back to my normal life so quick, and, like, a month later, I was, like, walking normal and feeling fine, and, yeah, I think that I just really took all that so seriously, and now it's a year and two months later, and, like, everything is normal and good, it bothers me maybe 1% of the time, you know, so... Yeah, if any of you have dealt with like similar injuries to me or my sister, maybe that could help you like me talking about it. Um, but yeah, I just think about how, again, because I said I wanted to touch on like the mental aspect of it, how Like physically my knee would hurt it would bother me like I couldn't bend it or it would be swollen and I'd have to ice it and Do all my exercises and stuff, but I think like mentally I think this could be a good tip max always tells me to do this Just take it day by day Like stop thinking about the timeline in the future and the next things just think about tomorrow What you're gonna do tomorrow and how you can keep making little improvements over time and it really does add up And yeah, I feel like that's something that helped me a lot and it's like from last March after surgery when I was you know coming out of surgery with a leg with like literally no strength and like couldn't bend my knee till now it's like I have made leaps and bounds so pat yourself on the back because you probably come a lot farther than you maybe have even noticed and um yeah I just think even when you are like I said before cleared again to come back to like normal activity if you're an athlete or just like me going back into normal exercise again it's still such a long journey and like mentally for you to get back in the place you were before like feeling confident in yourself and your abilities and everything and obviously you're not going to come back into it at the same level as you were before and like I said you have to work to get there um i think just recovery rebuilding your shape that's the right word but like your health mentally and physically is the hardest part and i was talking to max about this because i'm like hey you like he he would be better to talk to you guys about this maybe we'll talk about it in another podcast because he literally tore his left acl playing hockey his senior year playing division one hockey at brown And so it's like that was something that was so devastating to him. But you guys, you see how the world works out in mysterious ways. If that never happened, he would have never regained another year of eligibility to play hockey. So he wouldn't have had another year to play hockey at another school so we never would have came to BU for that fifth year where he would have went me and now we're dating and then I tore my left ACL and he helped me through that and was my biggest supporter because he tore his and I think and know that I tore mine for a reason because if you remember we're back to my dad which I said I wouldn't talk about so we're just going to talk about it for 10 seconds really quick right here how the world made my left ACL tear I swear because that week that I was home recovering on the couch and, like, didn't get up once, guess who was sitting next to me the whole time hanging out with me? We had one week of bonding over my recovery after my ACL surgery uninterrupted while I was in college and tell me when else you have an uninterrupted week during college with your parents. Like, it was just so meant to be and then my dad passed away later that month and we never would have seen that coming and, yeah, enough about me talking about things happening for a reason but like i so truly believe that and i'm sure if you just heard all those weird life occurrences you could understand why um but anyway i was talking about max and we were talking about how i was like is there anything you think that i really should touch on like i feel like i i can say over and over it affects you mentally and physically but he was like think about how you initially react to it and how that changes and i'm like you're so right because and maybe some of you can agree with me that right as you find out like the bad news about whatever it can you immediately are just kind of like shocked and sad and cry and angry and overwhelmed and like you think your life is over and everything's changed and then it's like you learn you just learn to become so I don't know how to describe it like grateful positive about it all and I think again it's like mental in so many more ways because and this is probably like I'm not trying to offend anyone or like hard to hear if you are dealing with an injury that's like chronic and you can't do much to change it but I think sometimes conditions can be helped a lot with like mentally reframing it and doing every little thing you can like for Lucy for example if she's like focused on eating foods that are really anti-inflammatory It focused on stretching her body in a way that makes her feel better, drinking a lot of water, just like all the little things adding up and focusing on that. It's like that's going to go the extra mile and make all the difference in making you feel better and yeah. (laughs) Am I like going off the rails here talking about all random stuff but I just thought that was interesting how Max brought that up, how your mindset just completely changes and I feel like your mental toughness is something that you really learn to just dig into and you just become that much more strong dealing with it and you become like who you're supposed to be if that helps you and I know I said everything happens for a reason but I really do believe that because it's like I know injuries suck and you don't want it but I'm sure you could maybe find a silver lining for it like being able to spend more time with family or maybe you realize, honestly, a lot of times I notice this too, like, injury comes at times where you are, like, overworked, so maybe if it's, like, an overuse injury, like, a stress fracture or something, your body needs that rest, and you shouldn't be pushing it any farther anyway, um, so, yeah, I just thought that was interesting to talk about, and I know, just know that, like, my heart goes out to all of you if you are dealing with injury right now caused by your sport or not or whatever, if it's, like, You know impairing your ability to go about your everyday life or to work out in a way that you love to move your body Just know that my heart goes out to you and I feel for you because it's something that is so hard And like I keep saying way more than physical and it's going to be mentally really hard to get through and I think The best thing you can do and the best thing that like helped my sister And me during my acl tower. I mean, I was just so lucky during my whole ACL journey that I had you guys and my social media and YouTube and Instagram and everything because it's like that I could still do from Laying in bed, whatever like I can always be posting videos It's just very like flexible in that way And I'm just feel so lucky that i've always had this passion and you know having my podcast having my Instagram my youtube makes me feel so like passionate and fulfilled and like It gives me a purpose. And so I feel so lucky that I have that aside from working out, which also gives me that. But it's like if you can find more than just physical exercise and activity to give you that, like that is what you should strive for. And that is what makes you feel so much better in times of injury. Um, Am I like talking in circles over here? Do you guys know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think that is like pretty much what I wanted to touch on. I feel like I'm like missing things now but I know I talked about like when you first get injured and I think just like mentally preparing yourself and working on it and being gentle with yourself and cutting yourself some slack giving yourself some grace knowing that you're going to get through it and that you have your friends and your support system to help you through it and going through the recovery and like Max said like taking one day at a time it's like how do people say it's like putting a penny in like a piggy bank every day like it just adds up and you're just like putting in the work putting in the effort and it all pays off in the end and yeah and then at the end of the day if you are no longer to participate in your activity like you always have it's like finding the new things in life that you can do without that activity that bring you just as much satisfaction and joy and purpose and yeah, I just hope that this helped you guys in some way because I know, obviously, personally and from, like, close friends how difficult physical injury can be and also the mental aspect of it, which I feel like I didn't touch on as much as maybe, like, I wanted to, um, but I also feel sort of not, like, credible to talk about it. I mean, I, like, don't, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I personally haven't struggled with much mental sides of things and you guys know I get really emotional when I talk about this because I haven't podcast before because like I said having close friends and family that have dealt with like serious depression anxiety stuff like that it is just like really hits home in my heart and really just pulls at my heartstrings because like i always say is how i could never imagine what that's like because it's not something that i personally experienced and so it affects me that much more that other people could be feeling these horrible ways because it's not something that i've ever felt so i don't even know what it's like and it just breaks my heart and again like my heart goes out to you if you're dealing with any mental battles right now and i'm sure more than ever people are fighting their mental battles during this really hard time and I just want to give you all the love, I want to send all the love your way, give you all the air hugs I can give you, the e-hugs, <laughs> I'm getting so cheesy over here, and just know how loved you are, and this is getting really <laughs> preachy over here, but um, yeah, I hope this like helped you guys, I know this is like such a random topic right now, but I thought it was like meaningful worthwhile to talk about so i guess i'll end up here before i ramble on too much longer and just know that i love you guys i was just saying i miss you like i literally do miss you i miss going out in public and meeting you guys in person like you literally make my day and i feel like you're all just like my friends and my fam over here so i do miss you and i'm sure you miss your friends and your family right now we all miss each other it's just a time of missing people but We're all here for each other virtually, and I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you in my next episode. Bye.